0: It's simple. Shipping, logistics, capacity, access. We are connecting America's heartland to the rest of the world. The Great Lakes. It's not just about shipping, it's a story about how we're constantly innovating, how we move our products around the world. Cleveland is a port city. We've always been a port city. This is Great Lakes Forward. Hello, welcome back to Great Lakes Forward. I'm Jay Davis, Vice President here at the Port of Cleveland. We are here live in Montreal, Quebec, in the great country of Canada. We are here with President of Logistech Stephen Doring Inc., Rodney Corrigan. Rodney, thanks for joining our show. Thank you, Jade. Happy to be here. Tell us about Logistech and what makes Logistech the company we know today around North America as one of the premier Stephen Doring companies.
1: I'd be happy to. As you mentioned, we're here in Montreal. Our corporate head office is right here in downtown Montreal. The company was founded in 1952 and our CEO is Madeleine Paquet. This year we're celebrating our 50th year, 50th anniversary on the Toronto Stock Exchange. During those years the the company has grown and changed quite a bit. In the early years we would have started out uh, primarily as a stevedoring company but you know over time we've We've morphed into not just cargo handling in Canada, but we're working in both Canada and U.S., obviously Cleveland. That's why we're here today. We've remained involved with the the agency business here in Canada, where we're providing husbandry services to foreign ship owners that have their vessels coming into Canadian waters. We also have a navigation arm under a NIAZ that works up in the Canadian Arctic. So we have vessels that are serving probably close to 50 communities today, as well as industrial customers in the Arctic. And then we have our whole environmental company as well, which is based here in Montreal. So, th- you know, the company has quite a, a scope of operations, specifically to the terminal operations and cargo handling. We've got a network of 34 ports and 60 terminals, and that that number is constantly growing in the cargo handling we're probably close to 2000 employees today handling approximately 4000 ships a year and somewhere around 31 million metric tons i think one of the things that differentiates us from everyone else is the fact that we're involved in all the cargo segments so we're we're handling containers we're handling bulk and we're handling brake bulk. Our container operation here in Montreal is a partnership with MSC and their terminal operating arm and Ceres, and that operates under the name of Termont. And we probably we probably have about 40%, 45% of the container market in and out of the Port of Montreal. Mm-hmm. Our bulk division is probably our biggest, and we operate both in Canada and the U.S.
0: And, and Rodney, when you say bulk, for those who are just not familiar, could you explain a little bit of what that means when, you, when you, they hear bulk? Yes, absolutely. What I'm
1: referring to is dry cargo that's free flowing. That's not individual pieces that you would lift one by one. So if I talk about Cleveland specifically, we are handling iron ore and limestone at the Cleveland bulk terminal. Throughout the Seaway and the St. Lawrence River, we, we handle a tremendous amount of road salt. As you'd said in the opening, Canada is a great country, but it's really cold and we have long winters. So we need to have lots of road salt We also do a lot of work with the mining industries, iron ore, alloys, concentrates. We do grain up in Thunder Bay and Churchill. We do wood pellets down in Georgia. The bulk sector is one that's become quite important for the company. And then we have what we call break bulk, which is uh, general cargo, project cargos. So things like steel, aluminum, forest products, wind turbine generators, blades, things like that. Those commodities we are handling all over Canada and Uh, up and down the U.S. East Coast and the Gulf, all the way to uh, the border with Mexico.
0: Rodney, so you mentioned the various things that Logistec is involved in, everything from break bulk to containers, husbandry services, navigation. I thought it was really interesting about you highlighting the work you guys are doing serving Arctic communities, which for many of our listeners may not understand exactly how many people live in these communities, have lived in these communities for thousands of years but you also mentioned something i think is a lot different that folks may not think about when they think of maritime or or shipping or or terminal operator which is environment could you explain a little bit more about what that environment piece of the business for logistic really entails
1: Absolutely. The environment company is called Sanixen. As I mentioned, it's based here in Montreal. They do a few things. One of their their business lines is trenchless water main repair. So basically fixing the water pipes in our communities without digging up the streets. The second is they're into site remediation. So, you know, PCB site remediation, cleaning up the soils and, and things of that nature. We have a factory in eastern townships of Quebec. So down on the Border with New England, where we actually
0: produce the sleeves that go in to create the pipes. It's interesting you mentioned that because throughout the U.S., there's various issues with water quality, mainly because of old systems for delivering water, old pipes in underground, old pipes running through homes, and things like that. And so this trenchless pipe system, do you guys see this as sort of a growth market or alternative to much more expensive dig and replace projects for water pipes?
1: We've been doing quite a bit of it in Montreal and and Toronto, Mm -hmm. and they've done some work in the U.S., and and that's one of the areas where the company is trying to expand through its uh, and water division to do more water main repair in the U.S., We've done some work in the past in, in the boardroom across the hall. There are some photos of work done in New York, so on you know, Madison Avenue, Holland Tunnel, things of that nature. We, we see that area as, as a real growth market for the environmental uh, company.
0: So... You guys are a partner with the Port of Cleveland. You're our terminal operator at the Port of Cleveland. You've staked out an active role in the Great Lakes, not only with being here active on the St. Lawrence River, which is the front door to the Great Lakes for most of the world. However, here in Cleveland, you guys are active at our bulk terminal, active at our international cargo terminal. Talk about why Cleveland? Why now?
1: Good question. You know, we started working with the port maybe five, six years ago when We first started to talk about would there be a willingness on our part to go in and and work in the Port of Cleveland. At that time, there was an RFP out and we had looked at it, but we had decided then that we weren't quite ready. You know we were we were doing work in the Great Lakes, but only on the Canadian side. And it wasn't until I guess 2016, early 17, when the RFP went out for the Cleveland Bulk Terminal. We felt that given our our history of handling bulk cargos, we understand iron ore. We did work with Cliffs uh, and with ArcelorMittal and in other port locations that we thought the timing was right. So we put in a bid, and we were the chosen one, and we're very thankful for that. So we started off working at CBT. And I think it's been a good a good marriage between ourselves and the and the the Port Authority where we've been able to work very much hand in hand and try to grow the business together. And I think from there, you know, the relationship you know, we built upon that and that led to us becoming the terminal operator at the General Cargo Terminal
0: earlier this year. For those that are not familiar, CBT is Cleveland Bulk Terminal, which is our bulk terminal owned and operated there at the Port of Cleveland. We have also just undergone some extensive renovations to the bulkheads there at the bulk terminal in order to service more and more ships a lot more efficiently and be able to get more and more cargo on and off ships there at the bulk terminal. So we appreciate you guys working with us through that so being your first american great lakes port what do you see as 2019 and beyond uh, opportunities for growth you know when i look at the cleveland bulk terminal i i think there's still room for growth we think there's room
1: for growth you know like you just said with the improvements made to the bulkhead we're going to be in a situation where we can uh, turn the vessels a lot more efficiently. And plus, we'll be able to get better utilization on that berth and use it a- across its entire length. And if I look at the capacity over there, we're not anywhere near full capacity. So there's still room to to handle more cargoes. And the marketing team is actively out there trying to find cargoes that, that we can move through the, the bulk terminal. At the general cargo terminal, I think... When you look at the Port of Cleveland, you know, the proximity to the steel market in the Midwest, I think, gives gives the Port of Cleveland a real leg up. The facilities have the capacity to handle a diverse cross-section of cargos. It doesn't necessarily have to just be steel. You have the room to handle some containers. You have the room to handle uh, different brake bulk cargos, both Requiring inside or outside storage, and you have the room to handle heavy lifts, project cargoes, and things of that nature. And plus, from Cleveland, uh, you're within a few hours' drive of many of the big cities in the Midwest. So, location wise, it's really well positioned to try and attract more business through the port.
0: So, Rodney, it seems like you know, Logistech is different, it seems like you see an advantage in in using the Great Lakes. Now, when we think about Cleveland, the Port of Cleveland, you mentioned also the Midwest connections and and the large population center connections. And I think a lot of folks may not understand this about the Great Lakes is that we make a lot of stuff on both sides of the border and there's a lot of trade that happens between Canada and the U.S. via the Great Lakes region on both sides of the border. If you just look at how ships get down the St. Lawrence River and into the St. Lawrence Seaway and the lock system, ships may traverse the border 20 or so times between the U.S. and Canada in order to get just to Lake Ontario and then also again in the Welland Canal and things like that. Where do you see the future of shipping going in the Great Lakes? Are we, are we headed for an era of growth of the actual amount of cargoes coming through? Are we going to look at different types of cargoes coming through? In your opinion, looking out 10 years into the future, what do you see the, the shipping future looking like for the Great Lakes and the maritime industry? That's a really good question
1: Jade. I think, you know, when you when you look at the Great Lakes and shipping on the Great Lakes from a historical perspective, it's it's always been geared to go, you know, I'm going to call it north south, but to move iron ore down to the steel plants and and move other raw materials around and move cargo out into into the St. Lawrence River to whatever port it might be transiting through to go internationally and and then back into the Great Lakes. But I think, you know, when you look at it, the population that you have in the Great Lakes, you know, we have several shipping lines that'll be calling the Great Lakes on a regular basis, bringing in raw materials. But like you said, there's a lot of products that are manufactured on both sides of the border that are moving either break bulk conventionally, you know, with the different carriers, or that are moving in containers. I think there's a tremendous opportunity in the future to try and move more containerized goods on vessels out of the Great Lakes. Now, whether those vessels are going straight to Europe or whether they're coming to a, another port where they get uh, transshipped, whether that be a, a port like Montreal or elsewhere, that'll have to be figured out. But I think that when you have a population as big as what you have in the Great Lakes, that's still kind of untapped from a shipping point of view. I'm not a ship owner. We're not ship owners. We're, we're a stevedoring company cargo handlers but when you look at that it only makes sense that at some point someone is going to figure out how to make the economics of all that work and I know we're we could talk for hours about all the pros and cons of shipping through the the seaway and the Great Lakes but I think that when you look at how many people are in that area it's untapped from a shipping point of view, and you take a look at the amount of product that is moving in and out of those various communities. the The future is just more shipping, and and when you get right down to it, you know, water transportation it's it's green, it's it's an inexpensive way to move product, and I think that as we move forward, it's simply going to grow.
0: We appreciate that perspective, and and we also want to make sure that when we do get down to figuring out some solutions to some of the Great Lakes problems that we will definitely make sure to have you back on here to discuss some of those things. The State of the North Coast with Will Friedman. We're speaking about maritime logistics, environment, infrastructure, development finance on behalf of the North Coast. I want to just start off and focus more on our partnership with Logistec here at the Port of Cleveland. Why did the Port of Cleveland and Logistec choose this strategic partnership? Logistech first was introduced to the port
2: three or four years ago when we went out to the market looking for companies to potentially operate our bulk terminal, Cleveland bulk terminal. Logistech really stood out amongst uh, companies that were interested. And we ended up uh, selecting them and entering into a long-term agreement with Logistech to take over the operations at the bulk terminal. So we'd already gotten to know the company, gotten to know their management, had a better understanding for how they operated and what their values were. And there just seemed to be a really good alignment with our port. And that was
0: very important for us going forward. So how is this partnership pushing the theme of innovation at the Port of Cleveland?
2: Well, innovation is really important for us. I think that's how you know, we're going to grow, and I think it's how we've established ourselves as a market leader. So as we were working uh, with Logis Tech, as we've been working with Logis Tech, you know, we know they're a company that likes to innovate. You know, we can see that from what they've done, in particular on the environmental side of their business, where they have some innovative products and services that they offer and they've been known to be a leader with new innovations in in the terminal operating and the stevedoring side of the business as well. So when when you need to find a way to attract customers and carriers both cargo shippers and carriers who haven't looked at the Great Lakes maybe in many years if not decades, you know, the way we're going to do that is through innovation. We're going to have to have offerings that are differentiated from you know, what they can find at the coastal ports. And we think Logis is the right partner to go down that
0: path with us. In that theme, Will, why should shippers choose the North Coast, particularly us at the Port of Cleveland, but the North Coast in general over other coastal ports? What's the advantage here in the North Coast?
2: Well, we have some really important advantages. You know, you can keep your cargo on the water all the way into the heartland, all the way into Ohio. And that saves money, and it can save time, and it's also greener. It's also an environmentally more sustainable option. So those are really, really important factors. Those are the key factors for shippers, the cargo customers, when they are looking at routings. And sometimes they don't. Sometimes they just want to send a container or a shipment from one place to another. They don't really even know maybe where it's being routed, which port it's going through, but they do want reliability And they are interested in cost, of course. So we can beat those coastal ports on all those factors. You know, that's what's critically important uh, in today's uh, world of
0: logistics. Great. Well, thanks for joining us again on this episode, and uh, we will see you next time. The Great Lakes. In the center of North America are the Great Lakes. The Port of Cleveland is one of the largest ports on the Great Lakes. Over 20,000 jobs and $3.5 billion in annual economic activity are tied to roughly 13 million tons of cargo that move through Cleveland Harbor each year. The Port of Cleveland is the only local government agency whose sole mission is to spur job creation and economic vitality in Cuyahoga County and Northeast Ohio is an economic engine for the community a key to Northeast Ohio's global competitiveness and a crucial partner in building Cuyahoga County's future. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and Instagram at, at Port of Cleveland and on LinkedIn you can find us at our official name which is the Cleveland-Cuyahoga County Port Authority. Follow us there and also subscribe to this podcast Technical support and audio production provided by Shark and Minnow Great Lakes Forward is sponsored by Logistep, the terminal operator of the Port of Cleveland.